to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Where are you going? What are you doing? Not the TV, Travis. The TV is have a confession we've never watched lost now we're tired of hearing about it so we're finally watching the hit tv show for the first time come along with us to the island and please stay close by because we're, we're so lost. lost we need to tie him up we're also re-watching the classic tie ABC him tv up. series tie lost. him up tie him up they did it. it's okay Emery. you don't have to chant i'm bill meeks and i'm Emery d simone woo woo and we are back here on another tuesday night before 8 30 p.m est at live.universebox.com or twitch.tv slash universebox we don't have any chatters with us tonight because we went a little early because we have stuff to do afterwards we got a life yeah <laughs> it, happens it happens sometimes uh sometimes we have a life like probably about one week out of the month mm-hmm. we have a life but if this actually no february has been mm-hmm. the month of life yes the circle of life. <laughs> it definitely, though, I, I feel like uh, Michael and Jin and Sawyer had a, a lot more active life. week than we do on our week of life yes. every month. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I was waiting to see how you brought that back around. I brought it back around. Brought I brought it back, it back around. around. Uh, you know what else, Anne-Marie? What? Spoiler policy. Go. Spoiler policy. Hi. We love spoilers, but we don't want to hear them about Lost because literally anything, everything, and all sorts of theories are out there. We don't want to hear them because we're trying to watch this as if it's airing right now. So if we hit on something or we're way, way off base, don't necessarily tell us. You can hint around. Like if Bill's wacky, crazy theories are what actually happened in like the last season, the last four episodes, please don't tell us that it happens in the last season and the last four episodes. Be like, you're getting an answer to that. I'm not going to tell you when though and yeah, stuff you, like that and you can be kind of general about it just don't be specific specific you can be like don't be pacific sawyer, sawyer gets uh gets a healthy dose of air conditioning and he enjoys it you can say that but don't say sawyer uh has feels like he's in air conditioning because it's 110 degrees out but his body's burning at 130 degrees <laughs> you know that's a little too specific for for it so just be aware Thanks. and uh I mean, if, if, if you do give us spoilers, generally we're really good about dumping we, them out the back of our heads anyway. Generally, we don't actually know that they're a spoiler. Yeah, that too. Um, it's amazing how many times people have spoiled us, and yet we didn't know it was a spoiler. Definitely. Because we haven't watched it. But if you haven't seen uh, Season 2, Episode 8 of Lost, we're about to spoil you because it's time for the oh, rhyming episode summary. Okay. Oh, that's me. Hi. <laughs> uh, Anna Lucia is a really bad cop. She serves vengeance, not justice, to those whom she stops. Sawyer is on fire as he and Jack take a shower. Saeed had a weapon, but he ceded his power. Has the harsh sun slowed everyone's vision? The slow-mo reunion show is titled Collision. This is the remix to Collision. Coming fresh out the kitchen. Henry, what'd you think? I don't know whether this song... Um... I I have a feeling that I'm going to feel about Anna Lucia the way I feel about Kate. She's going to be important mm-hmm. and I'm not going to give two craps about her. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, 
not my favorite mostly because you could tell there were things wrong with her before and you know what i was like mm-hmm. i don't really care why you're messed up just stop yeah, yeah <laughs> is I, that I, wrong i know i i had my issues with her too and why don't we go ahead and i'll start talking about them here with the thin red line the red is for vengeance obviously instead of the blue line which is for police uniforms mm-hmm. uh, now I, I, I had some issues with how anna's or anna lucia's life as a cop was portrayed uh, for one i don't think an la cop would uh would chew out his partner for pulling a gun in that situation i mean it might if it was their first day back on the job after getting shot maybe but i i think i think he i think he would kind of let let the situation play out and then have a heart-to-heart in the squad car because those la cops are pretty tough like i you you, you've i don't know if you've ever been to la but they're no you know that i've never been to la they're not afraid about pulling out guns at at, at any slight uh provocation Mm -hmm. uh but for two it's really hard to look at her as anything but a villain after we see her go through this premeditated vengeance uh, she doles out in the flashback you yeah. know where she says oh no that's not the guy and it totally was the guy and she was just planning on stalking him and killing him yeah that was terrifying yeah definitely i i mean six bullets six yeah I, I i it just makes me wonder if she was ever a good cop even before this incident i don't feel like a good cop someone who got mm-hmm. into the field to uh you know be a, a tool of justice uh you know you know what uh would be this willing to go into the vengeance territory and ju- the fact just the fact that it was so premeditated and everything mm-hmm. I, I i in fact i feel like she's the first castaway we've seen do something evil in a flashback without hesitation or regret or being backed into a situation you know you're right uh, even in the present day scenes you can tell that while she regrets who she has become uh, she doesn't regret killing the guy who shot her yeah like they, there was no regret about that she regrets what it made her mm-hmm. what all that whole from getting shot to shooting him i yeah. think made her but she doesn't regret the act itself also i just have to point out as long as we're talking about cops and stuff her mom the police captain spoiling the cake the welcome back cake yeah. that was just cold i that i mean little... i guess we know where anna lucia gets it though uh, i don't know if it was necessarily cold maybe she just didn't want her to just be like flip the cake or something like i don't know because she was already so cranky mm-hmm. maybe she was like can you just like they bought you a cake can you just be nice? I sort of took it more as... See, I, I took it as, oh, they're going to do something nice for you. They're trying to surprise you. Guess what? I'm going to spoil it. See, I think we took that from two very different angles. I just took it as her mom was like, kid, stop. <laughs> they bought you a cake. Can you just go be pleasant for 10 minutes? But I, at any rate, I think that if if any castaway is uh, going to end up being a baddie mm-hmm. uh, against the rest of the group, it's her. Uh, by the way, Mike Lucero popped in the chat room. He asked, am I late? No, you're not late. We're just we li- started early. We had to go a little bit early tonight. Sorry mm-hmm. about that, Michael Lucero. Um, but uh, Anne-Marie, you want to talk? So Anna Lucia's story doesn't actually tell her story, I don't think. Um, I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't really give you a lot of a lot of why um which we seem to get from more of the flashbacks so we find out not only was she shot multiple times but it forced her to lose her baby um Mm -hmm. now how far along was she by the way i called it last week i said there was something weird about kids and losing a kid or something yeah you did you called it before we saw this whatever way to be you're you're kind of good at that it's i think it's your profession um (laughs) but like how far along was she that she's still responding to calls and not put on desk duty because like you just pointed out it's LA. Like yeah. it's not like she's in, you know, Green Acres mm-hmm. or like somewhere where Hooterville. Hooterville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she's not in some like calm and quiet place, nor does she seem like a calm and quiet person mm-hmm. ever. Um <laughs> I, I feel like 
just for um, safety, she should have been placed on desk duty fairly quickly after mm-hmm. finding out she was pregnant, especially if she cared about the pregnancy. I'm, I, you know, I think well, that's... I mean, it could have been a no. situation... I, I'm just saying, you know, it could have been a situation, too, where she, like, she found out she was pregnant, uh, you know, and and then, you know, a, a day or two later, she was like, oh, I want to wait a month to make sure that everything's cool or whatnot. Her mother is the captain. There's a different, like, you, you typically tell your parents first. Also, mm-hmm. um... You know, it. What was I going to say? Da, 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 da. Why was she? Nope, it'll come back to me. Um, I got distracted. So, um, how far along was it when she placed on you? Did her boyfriend leave because she lost the? Oh, um, if it was something she had just found out, mm-hmm. like I don't know that day, or she found out because she got shot and lost the baby. Yeah. I don't feel like I don't know. So don't send me hate mail. I don't know if she would have such the strong reaction that she just ha- that she yeah. did have to it. I feel like the reaction that she had is someone who's either been trying for a very long time mm-hmm. or were further along, even like a month or two of knowing, because at that point, your things change people. Like you, <laughs> you're, there's a person growing in a person. It's, it's a whole mental thing. Yeah. So I feel like it, she had to have known for at least some semblance of time to make that attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> For I, her to have such the severe reaction, mm-hmm. that that's all I'm saying is like it's the you know proportionate response. I, I will say though, I I don't know, I I don't think it was stated outright if the breakup uh, was due to the fact that she had no, lost. No, that was the baby. one of my questions. Yeah, yeah, it, that she had lost the baby, or if it uh, was it, happening anyway. Well, if it was happening anyway, or if it was just a reaction to what the accident did to her, you know, because yeah. obviously it made her a lot, and I mean it could have been. In part the accident, part the breakup, part the baby. Who, who knows? Who knows? Exactly the, the exact. I'm mixture. sure we'll get that flashback. But you know, it, it seems to have made her a much colder, distrustful person in mm-hmm. general. And I mean, maybe that's why the relationship ended. Maybe he, whoever he was, he didn't want to be in a relationship with somebody like that anymore. Yeah, that's fair. That, but that that that's a lot of my question is, you know, why did he leave? So mm-hmm. I think that's actually the more interesting story or more interesting than a lot of the story we did get. Um, yeah. You know what else would be really interesting? What? What happened between the murder and the plane flight to get her to Australia? That's that's in my notes. We're right. getting to that. Well, I don't read your notes because I'm know. trying to have a conversation. <clears throat> what happened after the, she – literally my next th- sentence. What happened after she shot the guy, a.k.a. how did she end up in Australia and why was she mm-hmm. headed back to L.A.? Yeah. So everything he just said is what was was there. Although when we were watching the episode, I, I – for a second when I found out she was a cop in L.A., mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, she was those kids' actual mom or something. Uh, yeah. I, I was like, you know, they were heading to LA to meet their mom. Maybe she was on the plane with them. But you know, it, then by that's the end weird. of the episode, by the end of the episode, when you find out she's pregnant and stuff, that's out of the question. Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty out of the question that she's their mom if they're talking to her and they don't go mommy. Well, it, it, I got, I got, I didn't, wasn't sure if, you know, I could have been anything. It could have been like a, could have been a Walt like situation where he was coming, they were coming back to family. That they had yeah. Never met okay. Before, something okay. Like that. I'll give you that one. Uh, All kids on the Island uh, have been separated from one parent for at least 10 years. Except, That's a rule of the Island. For Aaron. <laughs> except for Aaron. Except for Aaron. Um, let's see. Her mom gave gave in pretty easy when Anna Lucia demanded to be put back on patrol 
or transferred. I get that after everything she's been through, she, um, she wanted to do something that would make her daughter happy, but she is still the boss and like she's, she's the police captain. Like mm-hmm. you don't just give in that quickly. Like she didn't push back at all. Yeah. Uh, she didn't put up any sort of a fight and I kind of had an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it was like in a second, she's like, I'm not going to do that. Then I want to transfer. And then she instantly signs it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're still the boss. Yeah. It, like it, it, it's I not also, safe. I also feel like she put, should have pushed back more when she was like, Oh, that's not the guy. Yeah. Too. Like, uh, it, I don't think like they I actually would have needed her to ID him if they had him on. If evidence. they had a confession, they had a confession and evidence. They didn't need her. Yeah. Um, but we're not cops, so but we it, just watched it, TV It shows. also could be a situation where may, maybe, you know, after a couple of fights back and forth, they were like, oh, okay. Uh, okay, I guess I guess it wasn't him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he was just felt coerced into confessing right. or something. Uh, let's see. And that doctor didn't seem to really think that Anna Lucia was ready to go back to work. So why did he clear her? Um, was he being <laughs> pressured from somewhere to clear her from the, the captain? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of got that impression. He just didn't seem sold on the fact that she was ready to go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was ready in one respect, but she wasn't stable. Maybe. Well, I think if if it, it felt like a situation where if it had been completely his determination, he would have been like, "No, not yet." But he could tell that she wanted to go back. Yeah, but I don't think that. I mean, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason you have to be medically cleared. Well, I mean, it's a it's there's a balance. I I, I think there's definitely yeah, but to a carry balance. Carry a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. One moment. <laughs> if you're there, we don't know. And a little update here. I guess uh, we we weren't live at live. We were not live. No. Uh, the Amazon outage affected our live stream too. So this is our first audio only episode. So we've disrobed. And uh, we're going to continue talking about Lost, which is great. We did not disrobe, I promise. You know what the funny thing is, though, is I we were talking today about how, like, oh, wasn't it nice when we used to not do it <gasps> we live? <were>. It's <gasps> our fault. We jinxed it. Yeah, we were like, it wasn't it nice when we didn't have to record live and we could just, oh, we'll do it an hour later or an yeah, hour. We'll or take we'll, our time. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And now we have no choice. Now, now we're back to the original experience <laughs> of doing it live. Okay. Except so much better than sitting around the kitchen table sure. talking into a recorder very true very true okay but let's get back to lost back here. to lost okay uh f- first up uh, i i guess we'll get to my point i'm not sure where we left off but hindsight in the tail end there's a lot of hindsight from the uh group of tailies in this mm. episode it's funny how quickly anna lucia's position as leader disintegrates once her group meets our original group yeah uh libby the person who has followed anna lucia pretty much blindly even calls her out on it mm-hmm. i think she says are you crazy um, um she doesn't that- know that she's not a good judge of character yeah yeah, yeah, that's because it. she watched what she did with Nathan. Yeah, exactly. We see a lot of the choices that Anna Lucia made last week come come to fruition this week. Yeah, uh, it was probably uh, turning the gun on them that really uh, made them realize uh, what kind of situation they. You get, know, was it turning into? the gun on them, or was it shooting somebody without an actual threat? Well, that was an accident, and I, like that could have been forgiven, maybe. But the way she reacted after the fact, 
Well, yeah, but that was because she would have killed. It, it, it was also one thing her turning it on Saeed, mm-hmm. and even another thing turning it on Michael and everyone else. But turning it on, you know, Mister Echo and mm-hmm. all the rest, Bernard. Uh, you know that, that I, I think know that what's was, Bernard going to do to you. I think that that was really what got them, what threw them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I she also she she uh, knew that she had made a mistake though pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and it's why she wouldn't listen to her group's appeals. Like, calm down, calm down. And she was like, no. Mm-hmm. She knew she was in the wrong, and she preferred uh, this stalemate that might last forever to losing what little control she had in the situation, what little control she's had for months now or a right. month now. Uh, you can also tell Mr. Echo regrets his 40 days of silence, uh, which probably in a lot of ways allowed Anna Lucia to take leadership of the group. Because, right. I mean, I think if he hadn't been so mournful about killing that other dude, two, two, two of them, uh, that, uh, and, you know, hadn't been taking the style of silence, I think he would have he would have been the natural leader for the group. Mm, one would hope. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, I also thought it was interesting. I kind of noticed that while Anna Lucia tries to do good things, I oftentimes failing, uh, you know, she tries to help people, especially the people in her group and stuff. Echo, I think, is a genuine good person. Yeah. Instead, he's not trying to be a good person. He is a good person. Mm-hmm. It, hence why he says he saving Sawyer is for about him. him. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for Sawyer, but he couldn't live with himself if he let Sawyer die. Right. Which I thought was interesting. But uh, yeah, uh, they, they've, they've definitely come around a bit uh, to uh, not liking her quite as – in her leadership style. She doesn't have a leader. She's not a leader. She's an intimidator. She needs a few Tony Robbins classes. Although, I mean, I, I think – you know the motivational speaker leadership i kind of guy. assumed that from uh, the, the, guy, the guy who got loose. in trouble last year for making a bunch of people at a retreat like walk on coals and they all burn their feet <gasps> actually that might be Anna Lucia's style i come to think of it <laughs> uh, but you know i mentioned mr echo you wanted to talk a little bit I about do. it too right um i'm starting to think that mr echo has the most sense of literally anyone on the island mm-hmm. so he's the first one to really stand up to Anna Lucia by picking up sawyer to take him back to camp he knows that she isn't going to say no to him or Mm. really try to stop him and that doesn't um and that he doesn't help him it will be another person who's died on his watch yeah and he can't live with that because he he physically is capable of helping him or getting him to someone who can help Mm -hmm. there's no reason for him not to um he's not scared of this tiny little latina um Let's see. Um, he, he's wary of the gun cabinet inside the hatch, as are we. Um, but he is the only one who's had to kill someone with his bare hands, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still doesn't like the looks of the gun cabinet. Well, I, I think the thing was, is when it came up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, about going after them or going back to them or whatever, I think he realized that because of what had happened with Shannon and Saeed and everyone out in the woods, that it, it would have been an immoral choice to take them out there in that situation because they would have probably killed her coming to that actually okay. um or well this is why i don't read your notes i know but i try you, to remain lost but then you step on my notes um <laughs> let's see when he sees how upset the castaways are he refuses to take them back to saeed and Anna Lucia. he is thinking rationally instead of making snap decisions this is the type of thinking that i think will continue to keep them alive so basically instead of when jack is getting mm-hmm. in his face and the way Anna Lucia is getting in everybody else's face yeah while seeing that jack has this cupboard of guns mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's like that. That's not going to end well. I'm you, not going to take you. Anywhere. You know what I wonder though? Mm-hmm. I wonder how he's going to react to the whole button pushing thing down in the hatch. You see, I know you. I just, did actually. You, know you were that a jerk. <laughs> well, that was my next point. I wonder what he will think of pushing the button. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Uh-huh. Nice. Sorry. I, I, see, it's a balance because on the one hand, mm-hmm. uh, I step on your notes. On the other hand, it, it, it ceases to be a conversation and more of a lecture, a dual lecture. Uh, <laughs> a so, dual you know, lecture. it's a nice – it's a, it's interesting. We should talk mm-hmm. about that sometime on some live stream or something. It, uh, once Amazon nice. comes back. Okay, but uh, we're going to get back to talking about Lost in just a second. But first, we have a Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a really easy way to support content creators you love, like me and Anne-Marie, for example. You mm-hmm. guys love us. You do you love wanna us. You want to support us. Uh, it's a great way to do that. And there's all sorts of benefits for you, too. Uh, not only do you usually get every episode of We're So Lost, as soon as we're done recording, instead of having to wait two weeks or a month or whatever it is because we mm-hmm. release bi-weekly. Right. We record pretty much every week when Gotham's not on the air. Pretty much. So uh, if you're a Patreon, you get it, you know, usually moments after we're done recording or maybe 45 minutes because we go to watch the episode. There's also, a, if you give $5 worth of support a month, uh, you join the <laughs> five... dollars $5 worth of support, however that happens. Uh, you become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. Not, not only do you get your name read out on every episode of every podcast we do. But we give you a lifetime supply of golf balls. The people getting yes. lifetime supplies of golf balls this month are Becca Baca, Harry Seidler, Angel, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Casa Commotion, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, Jacob Newman, Robert Candler, Hope Mullinex, Jessica Gonzalez, and uh, Patrick Cohn. You guys will all be getting... Uh, a lifetime, lifetime supply, supply of golf, of golf balls. balls. And we want to thank you for keeping our Amazon uh, live streaming service up and running. Oh, wait. Oh, no, we don't pay wait. for that. That's one thing we don't pay for. And you guys don't pay for it. But if you want to be a Patreon like these guys, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay. Before we get back to the main discussion, our resident loss ex- expert, Michael Lucero, is going to chime in with some stuff. Mm-hmm. His name is Bill Meeks. We picked him up trying to catch Pokemon downtown. (laughs) His fingerprints matched a partial from your crime scene. We questioned him and he confessed. The DA is ready to file charges. All he needs is for you to ID him. What do you mean it's not him? He recorded hundreds (laughs) of podcasts. You want a list of his work? You want to put this guy back out on the street? Yes, hey, I Bill and Marie, it's Michael. <laughs> wow, this episode feels even more relevant today than when it first airs. Uh, not to get terribly political, but it wasn't often back in the day that you got television stories dealing with unjust police shootings. But it's interesting that the person committing this act in this story is not the villain, though, but the protagonist? <laughs> uh, not sure Question? I'd go. I'd almost call her a villain. Go I'd that call far. her anti hero, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I like Anna Lucia, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think we're more supposed to see her like Sawyer, a sympathetic person who did something terrible in her quest for revenge. And Anna actually has certain story beats in common with Jack, too, if you think about it. They both share a similar work dynamic, uh, Mm -hmm. each of them working under one of their parents uh, in the same profession, uh, even in the same building, and both have an uneasy tension between the two of them. Uh, So Anna is an interesting foil for not only for Sawyer, but for Jack as well. And by the way, this is one of those shows that you see so many things you didn't notice um, when you 
go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. For instance, the fact that it's not the couple fighting over the TV in the flashback that sets her off and makes her lose her cool, uh, but actually the baby crying, mm-hmm. and you realize she's thinking of her own pregnancy and the baby that she lost. Well, I was suspicious about kid stuff anyway, so when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's clearly not in a good mood at that point, but her behavior suddenly seems a lot less irrational and more understandable when you think about it that way. Maybe not a lot less irrational, but somewhat less irrational, we'll give it. Uh, I don't know if there's been another episode like this, so far at least, where the flashback central uh, character is so unlikable, although I think she is definitely sympathetic to a degree. Um, Even her own people start to doubt her volatile leadership style, though. Uh, Libby calls her on being wrong about Nathan, although, come to think about it, uh, she didn't really seem too crazy about the guy at the time, either. Um, And Anna says in this episode, she's better off alone, and indeed, she's already alone. And we see her try to go farther in that direction. And we know that uh, live together, die alone is one of the show's uh, key phrases. And I think it really hits home Mm. when Saeed, the person on the island she's harmed the most, other than Shannon, of course, uh, accepts her. Um, But man, how about the tension between those two? Intense, right? Uh, Especially when they're finally alone I think it's interesting. Saeed's quite poetic and fatalistic sense of justice uh, when he says, maybe you were meant to kill me. And then he concludes that they're both already dead. Um, and I think Michelle Rodriguez does a really great job in this scene. She really does come off as emotionally dead, even perhaps especially after getting her revenge. Yeah, she was definitely creepy in parts of that scene, for yeah. sure. And the more I think about it, there's... Uh, Really a lot of great stuff that happens in Collision. I don't know why that always seems to surprise me, but it does. Uh, We get the return of Hurley's golf course, and we're treated to Jack (laughs) uh, mansplaining golf to Kate. Uh, I like how the whole golf plotline at least seems... excuse me, at first seems like filler, uh, something to keep the beach crowd occupied while the real story happens in the jungle, but it quickly turns into a a story mechanic to get Jack and Kate further inland so they can meet Echo and uh, allow the two tribes to converge. And that's really what this episode is all about. Uh, I love Echo in the woods, by the way. There is real. Uh, there are really very few episodes with him in it where I can't say that, though. Uh, the way he rescues Sawyer and refuses to tie up Saeed. It's true, as y'all have observed before, that he's basically the only one in the back enders who doesn't seem to yield to Ana Lucia. But it's not just because he's tough and intimidating physically. I think it has a lot more to do with his strong sense of goodness and morality. And those are traits that you don't often see together in the same character. Uh, I also love the moment when he walks out of the jungle, <laughs> sweaty, dirty, and carrying an unconscious man on his back. Jack probably thought he was another, too, just like Jen did. And it's easy to see why. Uh, again, the show is playing with that theme in not really super obvious ways, uh, urging us to question our tendencies to establish categories like us and them. Uh, and Echo meets Locke in this episode. I love this scene personally. Um, despite Echo's original refusal to answer Locke's questions, Locke ends up sticking up for him when it comes to getting out the guns. And already they seem to be on the same side in certain ways. 
And finally, uh, you have that beach scene at the end where the collision finally and fully happens. And this is the end of this first mini arc of season two when the characters are all separated in different ways. Mm-hmm. And now they're all back together. Uh, Sans, Walt, and Shannon, of course. Even the tailies. Um, by the way, Shannon carrying, uh, excuse me, Saeed carrying Shannon's body back with him. Oh man, that was heartbreaking. But yeah, I still don't think she's dead. No, I'm kidding. Son and Jen are back together, uh, as are finally Rose and Bernard, who were separated for 48 days without knowing, uh, even knowing 100% whether or not the other one was alive. Oh no, Rose! And I love Son's (laughs) double take when she first sees Jen. Um, not to mention Anna Lucia and Jack, uh, face to face for the first time since that tequila and tonic. And I think the long shot of those two at the end is really done well, uh, showing the physical space between them and revealing the mental and emotional distance as well. And like, uh, like I always feel, uh, like I have to when Michael Giacchino's score is so beautifully perfect on, and on point. I'm gonna call out the track for the, uh, track name for this scene. It's called The Tribes Converge. And it's definitely worth YouTubing or buying on iTunes or whatever. Uh, to me, the soundtrack is one of the many great things about this show. So, out of 1,287 crossword puzzle clues, I'll give this episode, uh, 1,235. As always, thank you, namaste, and good luck. Namaste, Namaste, Michael. Michael. Uh, thank you very much for the for the insight. I, uh, you you kind of skirted pretty close to a couple of my points. So we better get back into the discussion before oh, you end up calling us. Spoil Bill's points. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so I I don't want people to spoil my points. That would be bad because then we wouldn't have a show. All right, get on. With okay, it. okay. I'm calling it now. Saeed and Anna Lucia are going to be a thing. Gag. Both feel dead inside. Gag. Uh, both were action based authority figures in their previous lives both wear tank tops it all makes sense it's all connected but opposites attract sometimes similar people attract too they just repel each other event quicker, quicker than the opposite ones do mm-hmm. I, I i do though i i did love i i'm just saying i don't ship them but i think they're going to be a ship mm-hmm. uh moving forward once he gets over the whole shannon dying thing but i mean he was only dating her for like a week so it shouldn't take long mm-hmm. i i also loved how both michael and saeed called anna lucia's bluff they knew she had a big bark mm-hmm. but she would only be will- willing to bite if they directly acted against her mm-hmm. i it, it'll be interesting to see how much she trusts or distrusts the other castaways moving forward but jack's face at the end may, makes me think it's going to be a little awkward that face at the end the first time we watch it we both started laughing yeah we just busted up laughing because you, you're expecting him to be like oh it's her it's the girl No, he or, knew from the vo- from no, the name well i'm saying like i you, you're to see this in his face you know oh it's her it's say it's the girl that i thought it was yeah or it's gonna be oh she killed shannon i'm so mad at her but you're just kind of like what i'm so confused <laughs> it was very it was very confusing very, and very very funny hilarious. Uh, probably one of my favorite things ever to happen on lost was that phase at the end of the episode i uh, but it you does know i say much for the show I also like, uh, you know, reuniting with people, too. Reuniting and it feels so good. But you wanted to talk about it, too, I right? do. I love all the happy little reunions. So Michael and the dog, who I can't remember his name. Um, I keep wanting to say Wilson, but that's the volleyball from <laughs> Castaway. Um, it, it is a little bittersweet, though, because we have no idea what is going on with Walt. Vincent. Vincent. I Vincent knew it was like a name dog. that did not belong to a dog. <laughs> 
Um, now, how long are we? Vincent Fan. Ruff. Go ahead. Um, how long are we going to have to wait for an answer about the whole Walt situation? Anyway, I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of. That's like the one major unanswered question. I think mm-hmm. that from that the I have. season finale. Yeah. Um, now, did Sa- Saeed see Walt when Shannon did and she ran after? I'm thinking not since he went up to uh, Michael and asked what's up with Walt um, yeah. or where's Walt. Um, well, I think they were they, – he, I think he was confused because he cause he did see Walt. He saw him? Yeah, he saw him with when him and Shannon were standing there. He saw him going, shh, and everything. So I think that's why – that's where the confusion <laughs> came from because he, he was like, I just saw the kid like five minutes ago before my girlfriend got shot. What was her name again? Because I only dated her for like two weeks. Stop it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so he, he did see Walt and that, that's where the confusion came from for him, I think. Okay. So we interpreted that slightly differently, yeah. which – um, so I would like clarification on that, well, I, I guess. I, well, that... I mean, you know, Shannon and oh, Saeed in the rain and she's like, did you, you saw see... him? And he's like, yes. So I mean – Okay, okay. Yeah. So then I guess is is this Walt, whether real or not real, going to keep appearing now to Saeed? Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing is, like, he was only appearing to Shannon, and I didn't know if I, – I, you don't know why. Yeah, yeah. You but, don't know why. Well, I, I don't think it was necessarily that he was only appearing to Shannon. It was, but he was only He was only appearing when Shannon was the only person around until that moment with Saeed. You know what I mean? I know, but, I, but I'm not completely sold that that's why. I don't yeah. know if it was a Shannon thing – Mm-hmm. or not uh, because of vincent like he gave her the dog so yeah. i don't know if it's i don't know the dog has magical wall powers too or something mm-hmm. i don't know well, I mean, this it, is the thing it, i have all the questions and i have none of the answers yeah it's totally i i mean who knows what's up with walt but mm-hmm. i that, that could be how he found her because he was she was attached to the dog and mm-hmm. around the dog and all this stuff maybe that's how wh- however he was appearing to her he zeroed in on her but i don't think he was only visible to her he just happened to show up when she was alone he may have purposely done that yeah okay yeah. so there's that uh sun and Jin. any anger or distrust that they had from before the boat sailed is clearly gone and yay mm-hmm. for them because they needed the happy yeah. uh bernard and rose so this was my everything i kind of expected <laughs> her to hand him the chocolate bar that she set aside for him like a few episodes mm-hmm. ago um there's just something really special about this couple and i cannot wait to to get to know them more and i really hope we do get to know them more <laughs> Please don't let them be like this big, huge love story reuniting thing. And then off into the sunset, we hear nothing else about them. I do still have a problem with taking Bernard seriously a little bit just because he's Mr. Gorpley from Perfect Strangers. And I'm used to him in su- such a very broad, uh, slapsticky, comedic role. Okay, that's uh, And it also, he, he was a huge jerk on that show, too. Mm. So it's really hard to kind of feel he's sympathy definitely not for him. Because huh? I, I think this is the only other thing, I literally the only other thing I've seen him in ever nice so so it's gonna take a while to kind of break that uh you know bias that i have against bernard but we'll get there we'll get, we'll there. get there and now we're so happy we do the dance of joy die, die. no i'm kidding that was an abc show too come to think of it um okay That's so how abc rolls so you know yeah and we were talking about this before we started recording well it was a really good episode it was it wasn't a really good episode to spur discussion. So I don't have another major point, but I do have some quibbles and bits. Oh, maybe uh, we should give them to Vincent when we're done. Okay, so first of all, Jin needs a crash course in English soon. The language barrier <laughs> shtick is getting really old, especially since he seems to understand things when it's convenient to the plot. It's easier to understand a foreign language than to speak it, though. Yeah. So like the more like he's emerged in, or mm-hmm. immersed in it, so he can pick up what things mean, and he. He did have his little book 
yeah. on the boat for four hours or whatever. But it, was, it had like eight words on it. It had more than eight words. But I think – but, you know, him and Son were on the outs before, mm-hmm. um, specifically after he learned that she knew English. It will – I think he will learn it much quicker now. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, just like some training montage with him and, no, him and Son no, sitting there. No, like, I do not need a montage. I do not need a montage. Running down the beach, she's like a – Apple, banana, you know. Uh, no, no. Be good. Papaya. This is how you conjugate verbs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another quibble and bit. Why are everyone's beards still so short? I, and their know, hair of, in all sorts. Maybe maybe the the core group of castaways, I can understand because they found the hatch. Now there might be some scissors or some razors or something down there. Well, we know that but, there was shampoo, so there has yeah, to be soap was, of some sort. But, uh, you know, at least like Bernard and Mr. Echo should have just like these huge honking ZZ well, Top beards. Well, not necessarily beards. because, you know, just because you're hairy like a bear and your beard grows like quick as you blink, yeah. not every Everybody's hair grows like that. Very, but I mean, a, any, any no person nope. of adult, adult age over like the age of thirty or something is going to grow at least a more visible beard than they have now. I have uh, bigger in problem. forty yeah. days. That that's fair. Even and, if you know, it's the just women, like the women's hair should like sun should not have these beautiful bangs still. Even but. if it's all patchy and half blonde or something, there should be more of mass it. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'd also I'd almost forgotten uh, that Michael and the gang didn't know about the hatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, speaking of, I, I think Echo is the first person to know there are two Dharma comp- compounds on the mm. island. Something I really hope he shares with Locke because I, I feel like they could be uh, mystical island religion buddies. You know, well, I mean, by the end of this episode, you have three more people who know about it. Well, two, one of them sort of like yeah, drugged yeah. up. We'll get there, but uh, but uh, I did think it was interesting that uh, it, it, with the scene where Locke and Mister Echo met, felt very very important. If you're a fan of the Gotham show at all, it felt kind of like the scene between Riddler and Penguin, where you know these characters are going to have a, a future together because you know the Batman mythos. Mm-hmm. So you, you they they build this really important scene, and this felt like that kind of building of an important this is an important relationship you need to watch i i'm conflicted between that like i see where you're coming from but i still feel like it felt like a hello like they knew each other i could see that I sort mean, of this sort show. of how jack and desmond desmond i'm sitting here calling him every other character i know him as uh-huh. um where jack and desmond know each other mm-hmm. that we haven't admitted to anyone yet mr jack <laughs> uh and desmond's off like living in a tree like an owl mm-hmm. um that's you know just a theory um <laughs> we're a little goofier without the video yeah, um, a little bit. little bit you're not accountable i'm not accountable i can be like <laughs> we are so lost right now <laughs> we're so lost okay one anyway, la- this was still your point yeah one last quibble and bit uh i thought it was interesting that jack is as distrustful of mr echo initially as anna lucia is of everybody else i it, like michael was saying in his voicemail i saw a lot of uh anna lucia in jack in mm-hmm. that moment and i was like well you know he has been kind of distrustful of Locke, of mm-hmm. uh sawyer uh, he, everyone he he has that kind of character trait but he has some good ones to balance it out where anna lucia might not yeah i'm not uh, feeling like she does 
But, you know, I just thought it, that was really interesting. And uh, I also thought it was interesting that Jack uh, sort of backed off on the guns blazing strategy to go in and save uh, Saeed when he heard Anna Lucia's name. And uh, you could see the switch flip in his eyes where he stopped thinking of her as like the other mm-hmm. and started thinking of her as that quirky girl from the bar that I, I met. Oh, so, so she's a human. So I don't have to go in with guns a bunch blazing. of guns and shoot yeah. Those are all my quibbles and bits. Okay. And- my last point basically is a quibble and bit that I elongated into a paragraph. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I don't really think that the golfing was at all necessary and it <laughs> kind of bothered me. So they've had golfing around for about mm, a year or so, mm-hmm. I don't know, 25 days or so in island time. Yeah. Um, it was really just a way to get Jack and Kate alone in the woods, which really did not require golf. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed kind of weird and forced. Yeah. Um, it could have been more interesting if the golf ball would have landed like right in front of Mr. Echo or if it was Hurley or Charlie who had been one of the ones teeing off when he showed up. I think that would have been a much bigger reaction. Um, and I'm not completely sure why it bothered me, but I think it was because Jack and Kate's interactions about golf were as if they had never played before when we have actually seen the two of them play golf before. Yeah, that's very true. Like, they're these like, oh, I, I'm a doctor. I, I <laughs> golf. Uh, you know, the, the, the yeah, women's we, tee is 10 feet closer. And I'm like... It was kind of cheesy, kind of kind of lazy writing. Yeah. Especially with the, char- the characters as we know them. Mm-hmm. They... That's not how they behave, really. Right. Uh, but they did, so they could go find Mr. Echo. Right. Mr. Echo. Mr. Okay. Echo. So I, I think I think <laughs> think we've about rounded out the conversation here, except <laughs> except for the fact that that last scene on the beach with all the reunions mm-hmm. would have played out in about ten seconds if they had done it done it at normal speed. Instead, it was like fifteen minutes. <laughs> Slow mo running. Okay, arbitrary scale time. It's the time where I come up with a it's number, time. a thing from the episode, and, and we, we talk about it. And we judge the episode based on that number and the thing. Okay, so, Emery, out of 23 more balls, how many more balls do you give this episode? 17. Why? Meh. Meh. Um, you know, I wanted to like it, but like I said, uh, it's Anna Lucia, and she's just like Kate, where I really don't give a crap. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i'm interested in whatever everybody else that happened it's just they were so centric on her mm-hmm. um you know way more interested in mr echo and the reaction of the 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 boat guys to finding out that there are two hatches basically two yeah. compounds and the fact that this one has stuff like food <laughs> and the other one had a glass eyeball mm-hmm. so and a bible and a bible so like I'm just I'm just kind of curious as to well what's next. Unfortunately, it's a Kate episode, so I don't know how I feel about mm. that. What about you? Okay, as for me, I'm going to give it 17 more balls and the initial ball he lost in the woods because oh. I thought it was very well acted. I liked the story. I liked the way everything played out. I thought it was a well. I don't like Anna Lucia as a person. Mm-hmm. I like her as a character. Uh, her story is kind of interesting, and I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going anywhere good. Nope. Uh, but it, it, Again, at the same time, you, you know, there are some episodes that are very hyper character focused and don't really move the plot forward very I think much. This was it, I and this is one of those. I, so, and although I, when I was 
going to rewatch this on Netflix. I caught a glimpse of the episode description for next week or uh, tonight, the, the episode of what Kate did. And uh, that one looks like it's going to be a lot more plot heavy, which I'm very happy about. Oh, I hope so. Unfortunately, and this is the first time this has happened in like two or three years. We can't go to the chat room to find out what they think of it. Chat room. What did you think? So, Crickets. you know what? You know what? You're going to have to write in and let us know. Uh, you can email us. We're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Tweet us facebook.com slash we're so lost. And no, actually, you'd go to Facebook for that. Then you tweet us at we're so lost. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Ooh, I'll read this. And uh, we, we have one message here from Christy Dudley. Chris, yeah, Christy Dudley. Uh, Rebecca, being Rebecca Johnson, told me about this podcast some time ago, and I've enjoyed listening to it. I started my fifth or sixth Lost rewatch, <laughs> rock on, as I've been listening to the podcast. Uh, I started watching Lost at the end of season one when it aired. I had wanted to watch it when it debuted, but I had just moved to Dallas and had no friends and lived alone in the ghetto. Good job. <laughs> uh, so my likelihood of being easily scared was high, mm-hmm. uh, but I was hooked. I binge watched season one when it came out and then watched weekly from season two on. Lost is my favorite TV show of all time, but I have to admit season two is the weakest to me and generally mm. dread rewatching the first half of the season. So we are not alone. Yeah. Um, we there, have a few more episodes to get through this half. Yeah. There are quite a few things later in the season that I am looking forward to hearing your theories, reactions, and speculations on. I am a few podcasts behind, but hopefully can catch up this week. Well, thank you, Christy. Thank and, uh, you, Christy. Yeah, th- thanks for listening. Yay. And uh, and thank you, Rebecca Johnson, for referring people to yeah, us. Yeah, we're, we're not going to ban your IP address from downloading the podcast because it was Rebecca who sent you. <laughs> um, and like I said, you know, you can email us if you want to tell us about what you think about our theories or about future episodes. Just make sure you no label spoilers. Them. We're so lost podcast at gmail.com. And just so I say it completely right here, the Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost. Yeah. I got that all mixed up. Twitter's at we're so lost as well. Uh, Amory, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And, you know, you can go follow our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash universebox. But we're not there because we're so lost. The end. The never-ending story. Okay, there's la, nobody la, to ask la, anything. La, hey, la, I'm la, turning la. off my mic.